You are listening to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Cathedral Church in Germantown, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. Today I want to talk about a man, uh, Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. Last Sunday I gave you Matthew 3 and 16 when the Holy Spirit fell on Jesus and the, and the Lord immediately blessed him with favor. Amen. If you're able, let's stand for the reading of the word. Matthew chapter, chapter 4 verse 11. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 4 verse 11. And it's right there on the screen of those who don't have your phone, amen, pray, I mean, don't have your Bibles or whatever, amen, praise God. And it reads, then the devil lead him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Amen, you may be seated in the word of God, in the presence of the Lord. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity once again. Now, Father, I ask and pray, God that you will decrease me and increase the Holy Spirit. We thank you for this message today, God. We thank you for this immediate season in our lives. Lord, we ask and pray that every ear will hear and every heart will receive. Bless my virtual audience as well. Father, you have telemade this word for all of us. You know us by name, by name. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, raise your phone or your Bible, or whatever, and receive it. Re repeat after me. Amen. Praise God. If you got a tablet or you read it off your phone, raise it above your hand and repeat after me. This is my Bible. I believe what it says. I believe what I can have according to his word. This is the word of God. I will live according to the word of God. I will live by faith and faith alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Praise God. Now it says this, amen, in the, in the, in the Christian Stanion Bible. Then the devil left him. And immediately the angels came and began to serve him. When the devil left him, the angels came immediately. Why did the angels come immediately? Because Jesus had passed all the tests. The devil tempted him. Jesus passed it all of them. How did Jesus pass all of the temptations that the devil came to him because before he went into the wilderness, he went to the Jordan River. And the Bible said the favor of God was upon Jesus because Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. So the devil came after the 100% man. Are you listening to me? He couldn't touch the 100% God. So he came after the 100% man. Come on, I need y'all to understand the, the devil don't want you to get the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is part of God. He wants you to stay in the flesh because he can tempt you in the flesh. 
Are you listening to me? But in order to have an immediate impact or in order to have an immediate blessing, you have to understand you got to pass your tests. Come on, Bishop. You got to pass your temptations. You got to pass your trials. So today I'm going to talk about those three things because Jesus did it. If Jesus did it, he's telling us we can do it. Yes. Y'all ain't saying that. I said if we read about Jesus doing it, he said that we shall do greater works than him. We can do it if we tap into our super natural side we are natural but when God gets involved we can do the supernatural are you listening to Bishop as I stated before amen praise God amen life situations that comes to keep us from God's best Satan's job is to keep us from God's best are you, li are you listening to me Satan's assignment is to keep believers from God's best. Satan don't want you to operate in supernatural. Satan, oh y'all ain't saying nothing. Satan don't want you to have an abundance. Satan don't want you to have more than enough. So his assignment is to literally tempt you so that he can derail you from having God's Thank God you have a pastor that can teach you Amen. how to pass your test. It's an open book test. Yes, yeah, got her word I used to love them when I was in school. Because I was lazy sometimes and I wouldn't study. Amen. Don't y'all pray. I ain't by myself. Come on, come on. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> come on, Bishop. Tests. Amen. Praise God. Trials and tests. And temptation are just a part of life. There are no trials. There are no tests. There are no temptations that the believer in God cannot overcome. Let me say that again. There's no test. There's no trial. There's no temptation that a believer in God can overcome. So what am I saying? You need God to get involved. To overcome them. Stop trying to do it yourself. Come on, Bishop. A lot of you are still trying to do things yourself. I had to learn it. That's why I said I stopped doing routines and I got into revelation. See, routine, when my wife and I got in debt, I thought I had to go get four or five jobs. See, I still wasn't leaning on God. I was leaning into me because I couldn't, I didn't trust God like that. Amen. I didn't, are y'all listening to me? I ain't by myself. I said I didn't trust God. So I had to do, I felt like I had to do something. So it was me. It was me edging God out, my ego. That's what ego means, edging God out. Oh, it, it was me. So I went and got two or three jobs. So now I was too tired to come to church. You see how the devil plays on us like that, brothers? Yeah, he plays on us like that, brother. Because the devil will turn around and use the word of God against men and say, if you don't take care of your family, you're worse than an infidel. All right. So what happens is he'll make you go get two or three jobs. When you get two or three jobs, now your house is all out of order. 
children out of the food because they know daddy's presence ain't there. Mama tired. I'm telling you how the enemy works. Mama tired of hollering at them. Amen. Praise God. And, and mama authority just don't operate like daddy authority. Because I had a look where that I could look at my children they would line up. Come on. Wife would holler, but I wouldn't holler. But see, when the devil knows that the real authority of the house is not there, he knows the house is out of order. So the children just go wild. Try to play tricks on the mama, try to use the manipulating, all that. Because they know the daddy, the authority, the authority, the priesthood. Brothers, you are the priesthood. Yes, you are. You are the priesthood of your family. Come on now. I mean, see, see a lot we need to understand. You are the priest. I didn't say you was called to preach. I said you he will go to work. So you can overcome things, brothers and sisters. With God. With God, you can overcome everything. A lot of us, we literally take God out of the equation. Soon as we get something that's a test or a trial or, or a temptation, we edge God out. God always calls the believer to trumpet. In other words, he always going to make sure the believer overcomes it. Because you are a child of God. It is due. He's your father. So he's going to make sure you overcome it. He's going to make sure you don't go under, but you overcome it. When faced with trials and tests and temptations, that is the opportunity to maximize the word of God. See, I had to realize that. I was in flesh, so I wasn't operating. I wasn't operating in the word of God. I didn't know how to speak to my situation with the word of God. I felt I had to do something. And I did that because I thought that was routine. When you get in debt, you go get an extra job. Routine. Y'all ain't saying that. Say amen. amen. You get in debt, you do a routine. You, in other words, you do what you know. So you know that your income that you make now can't take care of it. So what happens is you say, I need to go get a second job. Sometimes we'll even get a third job, meaning we'll get a second job Monday through Friday, and then on Saturday and Sunday we'll work a part-time job just so that we can stay afloat. That is not the will of God for your life. He did not save you so that you still can be doing that. You are failing the test. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You failing the test. Yes, you are. But it's an open book test. Because every Sunday you come here, I give you the word of God. It's an open book test. You're failing it. You're failing it because, let's be honest, you don't believe the word of God can do that. Just say, just, just say, man, you, you, you don't believe that. You come to church, routine. But you never get the manifestation. Why is that? Because you're still stuck in routine. You come to get revelation for manifestation. You come to get revelation 
for manifestation. You got to get out of the routine of just coming to church. Yes. Let's be honest, brothers. And sometimes we go to church or we want to hear our white mouth. Y'all got to cry. I don't know. Just say amen. amen. <laughs> so you come in as a routine. Some of you come because you are at a, you live in a household that commands that you do come to church. But you come in with a routine spirit. Oh, the Holy Ghost is teaching in here. You really don't want to be here. But you come because you're up under that roof and they're they telling you right. You either gonna fall in line or you're gonna live out there. And if you live out there, you might not be in a, a place where I got AC in. You might not have your own oh, y'all ain't saying You might not have a bathroom. So what happens is you do this routine until something better come along. But you really in routine. When you need to get a revelation so that you won't fall back in that place like that no more. Preach Holy Ghost. To maximize the word of God that has been sown into your heart. When I speak, I'm sowing into your heart. I can't sow into your heart if your heart is hardened. Bishop can't sow into your life if your heart is hardened. When faced with trials, tests, and temptations, Making resolve to stand and fight the good faith of fight. Who said that, Paul? Paul said, I finished the course. Yeah. I fought the good fight of faith. See, I'm telling you through trials, through tests and temptation, you got to fight with faith. Yeah. You can't fight with flesh. You got to fight with faith. I've been teaching faith since 19. Been ridiculed since 19. Because I was a, I was a religious preacher. Y'all ain't saying I was a Baptist preacher. I, I had a flawed criteria. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because some of the things Baptist and denomination does is a frivolous Fraud criteria. Who said that you had to have 300 plus to be a church that's on the move? That was a man fraud criteria for church. Because Jesus said if there's two or three, come on, all you. That's a fraud criteria. God never said that. That's stuff that we built. That stuff that we implemented in the church. Praise team, all that. We did all of that. We did all of that. Jesus didn't do that. He taught the word. But it was good. You ain't got no praise team. You ain't got no choir. You ain't, you ain't, that's a flawed criteria. Who wrote that? Man. We fell it. I fell it too. I fell into where I felt I had to hoop in order to get people to come to church. So I, I learned that because the Baptist preachers were doing that. Y'all ain't saying nothing. 
and was a flawed criteria. Yes, nothing but that. But let's be honest, some of us still love that because we came out of Baptist. So every now and then, I'll give you some gravy just to let, just to let you know I know how to do it. But you need some revelation to get some real manifestation. But I will do it just to let you know. Hallelujah. For reasons, we do a lot. Yeah, sometimes it be us. The satanic attacks from the devil, challenging of the times. Amen. Praise God. Because now they're saying we're in inflation. Amen. Praise God. And sometimes we 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 we'll lose focus on God. Amen. And then there's the call of God over your life. When a man and a woman of God have a call on their life, Satan comes rapidly. Amen. I spelled tracker. Yeah, tracker. I spelled that wrong. Then I went, baby girl, forgive me. Trials. Amen. I did spell that wrong. Y'all forgive Bishop. Yeah, trials should be T R I A L S. Yeah, put the A before the I. Please, please forgive Bishop. Amen. You see the human error? Y'all ain't saying nothing. <laughs> you see what I said? That's what I'm saying. It's all right. So you think, Bishop, you think pastors are only come on now? We make errors. Amen. So please forgive Bishop. Forgive me, baby girl. Amen. Praise God. The media did not think that that was Bishop. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And the probably need to start giving it to you literally so you can proofread it. Yeah, I'm going to do Please forgive Do you know people will deter people who really have a call on their life? You know why they do that? They don't want you to change. Because they know if you have a call on your life, you cannot stay the same. You can. As much as you want to stay the same, you can. I don't know nobody that comes in the presence of God stay the same. Come here, Paul. Well, his name was Silas. But God changed his name to Paul. He killed Christians. But when he has an encounter with God, God literally uses him to write all the epistle books. He write more books than the apostles do who walk with them. He even had to correct them sometimes because they felt like the gospel was only for their kind. Paul had to correct Peter. Peter felt like you had you had to be you had to be a Jew to receive. It was the word of God was only for Jews. So the apostle Paul had to correct Peter. Peter was an apostle, but he still had flesh. So as Peter was ministering the word, God was still transforming Peter. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Okay. So there are some pastors that have been called and still struggling with trials and tests and temptation because God is converting them. And sometimes if they don't obey to the convert of the style that God is calling, he literally takes his hand off of him. I don't want to be a preacher that has that God has fired. Oh, y'all don't believe that. Come on. There's some preachers preaching God and fire. And they got some big churches. And y'all just think, okay. Yeah. He has literally fired them because they've done things. Because
because you know why? Because they know how, Satan know how to disguise himself like an angel. He was an angel. Y'all gonna get it. Now here's 10 immediately. Go to that. Here's 10. I need you to write it down. We got those back there. Yeah. Here, here's 10 immediate results of a trial, a test, or temptation. Because let's be honest, once we hear about trials and tests and temptation, you need results. Once you get revelation, you need this, you need results for manifestation. Am I right? Correct. When you come to Trinity, my assignment is to give you results of if you apply the word, this is what's going to happen. Come on, somebody. So here's 10. Amen. I'm gonna go through them as quick as possible. Amen. Praise God. So you gotta write them down. I need you to write them down. You see them on the screen. Take a picture, write them down. Amen. Praise God. Because I need you to rehearse them throughout. This month, amen, praise God. Here's 10 immediate results of trials, tests, and temptations. Number one, believe that God has already provided a way. That's number one. Number believe you've got to believe that God has already made a way. Psalms 34 and 17, look what it says. Amen, praise God. Psalms 34 and 17, look what it says. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and deliver them out of all of their troubles. <clears throat> Psalms 34 and 17. The Lord heard your cry. He has not forgotten what you have been going through. In other words, in some Bibles it said, many of the afflictions, but the Lord delivered them out of it. Come on, Bishop. He delivered all of them out of the trouble. So I'm here to tell you, with God, you can't stay the same. Let me say that again. With God, you can't stay the same. The people who are telling you not to get and get an intimate relationship with God is because they want to see you keep going through. They do not want to see you surpass them. They do not want to see you live in a better house or a better community. Y'all ain't playing. Don't play with this shit. They don't want to see you grow. I want you to stay right where you are. Because as long as you're right there where you are, they can always come over there and start gossiping with you. Let me tell you what so-and-so, so-and-so did. And as soon as they find out you finna go, I ain't gonna have nobody to talk to. That's when you tell them, yes, you do, you talk to the Lord. Because that's how I'm moving, because I started talking to the Lord. Let me move on number two. Let me move on number two. Amen. Consistent. Consistently. Consistently hearing. Consistently hearing the word of God. I know I got people here that listen to K97. Just say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You, 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 you just about know every, every, every singular rapper there is. You, 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 you know them so much the words that when you hear the song and you hear the beat, you already start reciting what they finna say. 
Come on, Bishop. But now if Bishop came up to you and said, what do Psalms 23 say? Some young people probably couldn't recite that. Shame on you. And you a child of God. But if I said, what did Carter B say when she meant by this? I bet you could tell me right off the bat. Y'all got quiet on Bishop right here. Oh, don't get quiet. I'm telling the truth. Say amen if you don't want to say anything. Oh, say ouch. Amen. Young people, you have to know the word of God for yourself. Romans 10 and 17, look what it says. Look what it says. Look what it says. Then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Every time you come in here, you hear the word of God. So if you hear the word of God that's being spoken, then you can't stay the same. You got to pass the trial. You got to pass the test. You got to pass temptation. Why? Because you hear the word. You hear faith. You hear faith. Faith is nothing but the word of God. The word of God will bring you out of the wilderness. Let me say that again. The word of God will bring you out of the wilderness. Number three, let me move on. Let me move on. Number three, these are results of immediate things to happen in your life. Number three, immediately. Immediately. I'm telling you now. See, some of you, some of you come to church like you like you put on your clothes sometimes that you like. Stop doing that. Because you are failing the test. Let me say it again. You will fail the test because Satan knows when you ain't been in the word. Satan knows when you ain't heard the word. And here he comes. He knows when to come and attack, attack you at an opportune time. He knows when your flesh is weak. He knows when you are not built up in the word. Now he can come. He'll come through a family member. He'll come through a he'll come to a co-worker. He'll come through a neighbor. He, he has no respect of a person. He will come to whomever that's willing to have their body for him. So you need to stay built up in the word. The word of God is important. The word of God is the key to you coming out of any trial, any test, any temptation. Number three, act like the word is so. Did you, did you see that? Act like the word is so. Some of us cuss so much like we ain't been to church. We will cuss a member teller out in a minute. You gotta act like you got some work. You gotta act like you are a believer. I didn't say put on clothes. Clothes do not make you be become a believer. Your character makes you be like the, your character. Your character. I'm serious. Do you know there's a lot of people that don't get promoted on their job because of their character? They are mad, they are bitter, they are angry because they was looked over. Y'all ain't saying that. Talk to Bishop. Come on, and baby. you don't understand when you let that bitter and anger and that jealousy and envy get up inside of your heart, you hinder God from blessing you. You, you are the one that's hindering you. 
because God knows they overlooked you. God knows they should have given you that position. Yes, yes. But God has a way of turning around and making them create another position and make them give you more money than the position that you should have got. God will do it. God will do it. I'm telling you, God will do it. God will do it. This is how God, God know when people are doing us wrong. But you stay Christ-like. You stay Christ. Don't you, don't you go back to that old nature. Because they're they, they trying to get you back. So they can literally post. I told y'all she wasn't all that. I told you going down there to Trinity, she was just playing. I told you that mess ain't for real. You see how she cussing up us though? I've had disciples to be on Facebook cussing and they go to the church. Bishop politely inbox them and tell them that's a no. If I don't have their number, I tell them that's a no. Don't do it. Don't fall into that. I know what they're doing, but don't you fall in it. Bishop, they got to me. Don't, don't let the devil get to you. That's the devil. Let's not do let's not do that. Yeah. So if that means you're gonna unfollow Bishop, God bless you. But I know there's still some members here that follows you. So if you get wretched on the on social media, I'm gonna call you on it. Because I'm still a watchman over your soul, regardless if you've been to church or not. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm still your pastor, whether you've been here or not. So if you get out of line, I'm going to call you on that. Don't do that. No, we ain't doing that. I know what they did, but no, don't you? When they go low, you go high. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. What's in your heart? Because most of the time when we cuss, that's what's in your home. It's time. It's right. That's in your home. Why are you acting like that? Because that's in your home. Why are you doing the things you do? Because that's in my home. Whatsoever man thinketh is in his heart. So whatever is in your heart coming out of your mouth. For so whatever's in your heart. I don't care how, how much is hidden. It's a matter of time before it's going to come out your mouth. <laughs> and you ain't always got to be drunk for somebody to tell you the truth. Come on, bitch, stop. Wait, you can't, you can't charge that to me because I was, I was under the influence. Stop lying. Losing on that alcohol. That's you. It's in your heart. It was in your heart. It was it been in your heart for a long time. So you just got to because you're about to explode. You don't use it on liquor all the time. Come on now. But we gotta act like we are the word of God. Act like the word is so. Stop getting mad when things happen. My God said he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. You got to act like it is so. That girl had lost her mind. She knows she finna be addicted. And she talking about God finna supply all of her needs. Don't look here. Look, you, the word of God can change your addiction. Amen. 
So just because you're going to be evicted or you're about to get a repo or, or something bad is about to happen, you still can recite the word of God because that's in your heart. See, I had to get revelation on that. Because before my wife and I got revelation when repo that came to us, we, 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 we act the fool. We was mad. And for the most of the mad was about being a shot. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So I had to learn that. So now, that stuff don't bother me. I'm a businessman. People attacking me all the time. I got people, man, trying to sue me because they felt like they should have got unemployment. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm telling you this right now. Literally scheming against me. I politely give it to my lawyer. So I'm supposed to get up. I'm supposed to get mad. No, I can't get mad because of that. God bless you. That's why I got him on return. That's what I pay him for. <laughs> That's what I pay him for. You know, and watch what God do. Hallelujah. Number four. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. Call those things which be not as though they were. I was in four already. Look at this. Look, look at the results of them. Look at this. When I'm in a trial, a test, and temptation, I call those things which be not as though they were. So you start calling more than enough. Bank account might be in it, might be a negative more than enough. Y'all ain't said. See, you scared to do that. You scared to do that because now Satan is telling you, you better go get you another job. You better go do that. You better no. You start saying those things as not as though they were. God, thank you for more than enough. Then you look back on what you did. If you did some things where, because let's be honest, some of y'all use that calm and courtesy stuff, and you don't understand. They give you that money, but when you get in, a, when you go past that money, they add more money to that money. So you might need to take that out of your bank account. Cause right now you going over your budget, and it's making you when you do get your money from your job, you got to pay it. So erase it and stand on faith and just say, Lord, if I don't have it, then you're not ready for me to give it. But meanwhile, while I'm waiting on it, I'm believing for much more, Lord. I know you will do it. See, some things we, remember I said human error was the first thing. Some things we have to correct with finances. We just have to correct them with finances. Satan want you to stay in that because guess what? You never got money to pay your tithes because you're in the negative. He wants you to do that because he know part of that is paying your tithes and offerings. So if he can keep you from doing that, he know he delay. He literally sabotages you from receiving the promises of tithes and offerings. So what happens is he wants you to stay in that mode. See that routine he wants you to stay in? He never wants you to get the revelation of when you tithe and offer, you get a revelation. He don't want you to get that revelation. When I got that revelation, I, I got it off an unemployment check. I didn't get the revelation when I was making money because I was doing lastivity. I was doing foolish stuff with money. I made sure 
my family kept a roof over my head, but I was gambling the money that I had when I should have been sowing it. I had to get a revelation. I didn't have a revelation because I had a routine. My routine was when you, when you work hard, you play hard. That was a routine. That was a bad routine. But I inherited from the people that I literally associated with. If you work hard, you play hard. I took that mentality. You, you didn't tell me to. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how I did. So I felt like when I got through working hard, I could do whatever pleasure stuff that I want. I wasn't giving God nothing. But when I got around people talking about the Lord, I was like a Camilla. I formed just like them. Yeah, the Lord is good. Don't y'all play with me. Don't y'all play with me. I was like a Camilla. I, I formed just like the conversation. But I was far from doing the things that God said I should be doing. That was the conversation, so I shipped. I knew not to cuss in that conversation, Mother Day. I had that much respect. <laughs> See, don't y'all play with Bishop? Y'all know y'all did it. But see, when I got a revelation, I had to stop doing them routine stuff, man. Them routine stuff kept me broke. Kept my wife and I fussing at each other. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It was routine that I needed to break, that I needed to get a revelation because I got tired of living in poverty. So when I heard about this, Speak those things as not as though they were. I'm looking at the man that's my spiritual father. In the late 90s, I, I'm listening to him on TV. Yeah. I'm listening to Bishop Ivy Hill to talk about this. And I'm like, Ivy got him going crazy. That's what they said. He just lost his mind. Now, you can't afford no Mercedes. I'm telling you. But God, see, I got a revelation. I started speaking. You know, we had a Ford, a Ford Contour to be exact. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Before that, I, we had we had some hoopties. Y'all ain't saying. <laughs> we had some hoopties. So just getting a Ford Contour was an upgrade because it was new. See, we had them car, we had them cars that you patch on, that you call Jody, and Jody come over and fix it. And when Jody fixed that, he messed up something else, so you can call Jody again. We had a shade tree mechanic, and we had a mindset as long as it can get me to point A to point B. You you see that routine? God don't want you to get to point A to point B. That ain't God's will for you. That ain't God's plan for you. God wants you to have the best. God said that you should have the best. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. God wants you to have the best. And when your money say you can't have the best, you still say Romans 4 and 17. I speak those things as not as though they were. I speak those things as not as though they were. In other words, you call your blessing into existence. You keep calling your blessing into existence. I'm in a test. I'm in a trial. Satan is tempting me. But I'm still calling those things as not as though they were. 
4 and 17. Here's number 5. Resolve not to grow hopeless in your situation. I'm talking to somebody here today or somebody watching. You have grown weary. Escalation 6 and 9. Yes, you have. You've grown weary. Because you don't see how you can come out. Or you don't see how things are going to turn around. Because your income is not the same. You don't have any income. And it seems like everything is hitting you at the same time. Come on, good shot. And you've been coming to church now. I'm talking to somebody. And it seems like the more you come to the household of faith, the more the devil attacks you after you leave the household of faith. And you've been trying to do right. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. And I need you to understand, you need to remember Galatians 6 and 9. Six and put, put that up there, honey, baby girl. Amen. Six and nine. Because you need to know what it says. And let us, let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, somebody said, this is my immediate season. This is your due season for your immediate breakthrough. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint. Now, don't you give up. Don't you quit. Don't you stop coming to the household of faith. Don't you stop doing what you've been doing. You trust God because you don't understand. This is your due season. This is your immediate season. See, when it's due season, that means it's immediate. Yeah, that I should grow. I'm talking to somebody. You, 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 you're about to throw in the towel. It seems like every week you have not got what you're supposed to get. But I'm telling you, this is the week that you get what you've been expecting. This is the week that you move. This is the week that you get an unexpected income. This is the week I'm telling you this right now. Because you've been doing things right. You've been doing it right. You've been doing it right. Hold on in there. Hold on in there. Number six, let me move on. Let me move on. Number six says, consider the circumstance a non-factor. Amen. Oh, I said, consider the circumstance a non-factor. Bishop been telling you, stop looking at your circumstances and look to God. I said, stop looking at your circumstances and start looking to God. Go to Ephesians 3 and 20. Go to... Now, unto him that is able, to do exceedingly and abundantly. Stop looking at your circumstances. He's telling you in this scripture. Paul is telling the Ephesians church. Don't look at your factor. Look to the one that's able to change your factor. And when he changes it. He's going to do it exceedingly and abundantly. 
above all that we can ask or think. Some of you have been asking too low. Some of you have been asking too Yes, you have. See, you're asking according to what your income is. And God said, I got much more for you, son. I got much more for you, daughter. See, he, in this text, he tells you, don't look at your factors. Don't look at your situations. You put your income together, well, I only make 30000 so I can't afford a, a, a $300,000 house. Who say you can? Who wrote the criteria for that? That's a flawed criteria. Where is it written? Well, according to man, according to mathematically. See, you don't understand that he can turn your 30000 into 60000 before you walk into that house to own a $300,000. But see, the criteria, the flawed criteria said, I make 30000 I, I can't afford that. So you go get 125000 because you won't live comfortable. So God said, you can't expect me to do exceedingly and abundantly above more, more all that we can ask the thing. He said, you don't want me to do exceedingly in your life. Y'all ain't saying nothing. That's the same way on the automobile. That bishop is not telling you to go and get in debt. But my, I'm, I'm teaching you to have faith. If you have delighted yourself in the Lord and what the car costs, you don't have it, but you've been delighting yourself in the Lord. So that means you have favor with God. And God said he'll give you favor with man when you got favor with God. What happens is you declare the car and then you go back and believe God to increase your income so that you can get that car because you don't want to substitute it for something else because that's not your desire and he said I'll give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself into me now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us that's the favor of God when they told me that I couldn't afford a Mercedes, I didn't stop believing God for a Mercedes. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Yes, yes, that's what they told us. That's what that's what they told us now. They told us that. But I kept believing it. I kept believing that one day we was going to drive. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We didn't. I, 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 yeah, car broke down. Yeah, Ray Ray coming to fix my car. Amen. Praise God. Shave me with training. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm in a hoop. But I'm believing one day. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. When I would be in my car, in the hoop, the car, I'm calling out the Mercedes. Y'all ain't saying something. Watch this. You know when God want to bless you with your desire? When you start seeing it. Amen. 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 That's God giving you a picture. Amen. You don't even realize. All of a sudden, there's a certain automobile you like. You find yourself seeing that automobile everywhere you go. You at the light is next to you. You go to another light is in front of you on the other side. If you're driving down the street, it passes you. That's God showing you that He's able to do it. See the light. And I'm yes. 
Before my wife and I got the automobile that I blessed her on, on our anniversary, amen, break up. We were saying Cadillac. My wife wanted Cadillac instantly. She, we were seeing it. Everywhere we went, we were seeing it. And I got real bold. I got real bold, Dio. I said, let's go to the Cadillac dealership. She said, baby, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I said, we can't steal the car. We can't take it off. I said, they got cameras everywhere. People do this every day. I said, let's go to the dealership. We would leave the service. At the time, that's when I, I belonged to my church. Amen. Praise God. The Leo. We would leave the Leo and we would literally go on the dealership, Sister Alice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And me being me, you know I pulled on the helmet. <laughs> the dog came on and said, Baby, come on, sit in. She said, Baby, we're going to get in trouble. I said, We're going to get in trouble. We broke no law. Don't you know? They left the doors open for us. That's part of that's part of getting you. I said, "Come on, sit in." And I said, "I'm gonna go over another side and sit in." I said, "Now we're gonna believe God to manifest. We ain't got the money yet, but we're gonna believe God gonna bring the money and we're gonna get it." I said, "We doing what the word said." I said, "So the how is left up to Him." The how is left up to him. See, that's all a lot of y'all. Soon as y'all believe it and you receive it, now you try you start trying to figure out how God gonna do it. It's left up to God to do it. You just do what he said you do. You do your part, God gonna do his part. So we start doing that on a regular basis. Holy Ghost start blessing us. Holy God start blessing us abundantly because again we start seeing it. I did the same thing with the Mercedes. Yeah. I went on the Mercedes lot. Y'all think I'm crazy. I went on the Mercedes lot as I did. And when they didn't have the one I had, the Holy Ghost told me, go to Smith Imports. Yeah. No. And got the same one that I was believing for that they didn't want to act right in there. So you got to understand, the Holy Ghost will lead you where you need to go. Got it for less price and less stress. But I got it. I seen it at the Mercedes shop. I seen it at the dealership, but I went to another person that had a Mercedes. So what am I saying? If you go to a certain dealership, some of you might like Harry's. Some of you might like different. Well, if they don't have it, somebody else got it for you. Don't you stop. Don't you let a no tell you no. God don't want you to have it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. When we was in the apartment, we were going to we were going to cribs. Let's go drive. Let's go look at some cribs. Yeah. We're in the apartment. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, I didn't wait till God got us like this. I started doing it. We go, baby, we can't go in there. You know, it's a cold to go in there. I said, we're gonna sit right here and wait till whoever lives in there. Once they come, they're gonna put the cold in. And we're gonna go right behind. Why we left? You mean tell we're going to sit here that long? I said, it ain't going to be that long. Just hold tight. <laughs> and show sure up, here comes somebody. <laughs> do, 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 do. They coming on. They gone in. We go right on by. Let's start looking at it. See, we imagining. See, you got to start imagining. Yeah, you got to start imagining what God can do. Stop looking at what's going through you now. You're looking at what's that got your that has your whole undivided attention. And your bishop is telling you, God said you're finna move. Yeah. Stop visualizing.
seen yourself moving. Wherever you want to live, go to it. Go to the community where you want to live. Go, go, go to that. What, what is it? What is it hurting you to go? You ain't violating nothing. See, I'm teaching you how to live by faith. I'm not teaching you a flawed criteria. I'm teaching you the word. It's truth to the word. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's truth to the word. Number seven, do not be discouraged by the role others are to, are to play. Number seven, do not be discouraged by the role others are to play. Meaning, listen to me. Everybody is not going to be for you. Amen. Are you listening to this? Everybody ain't for business. Everybody is not for business. I'm talking about preachers. Preachers, some preachers can be some, some preachers can be hard on other preachers. Some preachers don't want to see other preachers excel or go higher. So they never give them the blueprint of what they did to get where they are. But I have a pastor that's a pastor of me that literally gives us the blueprint. He's 60 years invested in the kingdom of God. Meaning he's been invested in the kingdom of God longer than I've been living. But he gives it to others men and women of God, his sons and daughters, his protégés, his mentors, he gives us the blueprint every month. We have a call, a calling call. He, he gives us the blueprint of some of his sons that are struggling, some of his sons that have got discouraged, some of his sons, and what happens, the reason why they, got, have, they have got discouraged is because they have fell into that man flawed criteria to how a church should be successful. Trinity is successful right now. I'm not waiting until we get a, a cathedral church to say that Trinity is successful. Devil, you are lying. I got multi-millionaires that's in the making it right now. We are successful right now. Now, yeah, we don't have all of this and all of that, but what we do have, we show God that we can be faithful over it, and God will bless us with much more. But I ain't waiting until we get a cathedral to say that we are successful. We are successful right now. Because I've been into that flawed criteria when I was a Baptist preacher. I, I, I took on that flawed criteria. Because I thought that's what I had to do for my church to be successful. It was a flawed criteria. God never said that. It was men who, had, who have thousands of members set that in motion. They did. So now everybody that's in the Baptist got to roll like that. Or whether you're in other denominations, you had to roll like the AME, CME, all of it. Coaching, all of it. It's a flawed criteria. But see, the word of faith teaches you how to live by faith. And it's no criteria, but no more than the word of God. Because the word of God is faith. So a word of faith makes you stand on the word. It does not make you do emotional things. 
All y'all ain't saying nothing. Because Jesus said the poor you will have. Always. He sat there. So if you come in here poor, you're not going to leave here poor. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because the word of God can literally bring you out of poverty. See, some people come in churches looking for churches to help them out of poverty. But if I don't change your mindset, as soon as the church helps you out of poverty, you will go right back to it. Because your mind has not been changed. Your mind has not been renewed. My assignment here at Trinity is when you come in, you will not stay the same. The word of God will change you into revelation for manifestation. Do not be discouraged. By the role that others play. Romans 8 and 28. You must always remember Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together. For the good to them that loves God. See whatever they are doing is still working for your good. Do you know people talk about me but it's working for my good? It's working for my good. Thank you for talking about me. Thank you for conversating about me. Do you know what they said when God told me to start 19 back up? In 2019. God they said that I wouldn't get tired of Y'all right. ain't saying nothing. People said that Trinity wasn't going to get tired of He might work quick and go sit up under somebody. The devil is a lie. God didn't tell me to do that. I obeyed God. I knew whatever was going on, it was going to work for my good. I knew God told me that he had 12 families he was going to add to the church. The question was, was I going to believe what man said or was I going to believe what God told me when he told me to start it back up in 19? So I knew trials and tests and temptation was going to come. I didn't care what nobody else said. I knew what God, I heard the voice of God. According to his per, he knew, he knew that I was equipped to do what was called. And now look at us now, because I obeyed the voice of God. I obeyed the voice of God. Churches have been existing longer than we are, and God has literally, strategically took us to level, to level, to level, to level. Every time He takes us to a level, He adds families. He adds families. He had He adds families to the church. Number eight. Let me move on. Said I was gonna be done at one thirty. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's right, baby. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Number eight, you got okay. You got it up there. Yeah, number eight. Develop a plan of action. When you are in tests, when you are in trials and temptation, you have to develop a plan of action. You have to begin to plan a plan of action. You have to start developing a way out of things. The Holy Ghost will give you ideas. You have to write it down. That's why Bishop, I always tell you, have a pen and a pad by your bed. Because God might speak to you through a dream. And sometimes when we wake up, we forget the dream. 
So you need to have a pad or a pencil by your bed. You never know when God might speak to you. Or you might be at work and you might need to jot that thing down so you can remember. And when you write it down, take your phone, take a picture of it. So in case you get tied up when you get home or whatever, so that it can bring, the Holy Spirit can bring it back to your remembrance. You've got to have a developing plan of action. How do I put that plan in action? Through faith. Works without faith is dead. Look what it says, Romans 16 and 3. I remember we did a teaching on this Wednesday night. Amen, praise God. We did a whole month. Romans 16 and 3. Look what it says. Amen, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, let me go down. Amen. Proverbs. I said, yeah, I said Romans. Forgive me. Proverbs. Proverbs 16 and 3. 16 and 3. 16 and 3. Amen. All right, daddy. Commit thy way. Commit thy works unto the Lord. And thy thoughts shall be established. Let me say that again. Commit. She consistent in commit. We think them cuss words. We be committed to what we want to be. We be consistent in what we want to be. But in order to see the kingdom of God to work in your life, you've got to be committed. Commit thy works unto the Lord. And thou thoughts shall be established. This is how you develop a plan of action. You cast that thought unto the Lord. And the Lord said, I'll establish. But it got to be the will of God that's your thought now. Because if it's not the word, the word of God is not your thought, God not going to establish. See, to execute your plan of action, it got to be the word. It got to be the word. Not wordly, it must be the word. Because the word in the world, in the world does not mix. And God does not move on world ideals. But he does move on the word of ideals. So you have to understand. You can't play with God. You can't fool God. You can try to fool man all you want to, but you can't fool God. And he said that you got to commit thy works. God know if you're committed to him. He know if you are truly committed to him. After this message, after this word, he know that you, if you are truly committed to God, it's not going to take all day for you to come to Christ. Y'all ain't saying I got quiet on Bishop. Amen. Praise God. Let's go to what number we're on now, baby girl. Number nine. Let's go to nine. Closing it out. Yeah. Offer the sacrifice of God. See this right here get quiet in church. Oh boy, we quiet on this right here, boy. When it's time to offer. Look, go to Proverbs. Go to Proverbs 3 and 9. Look what Proverbs 3 and 9. Look what it says. With thy substance and with thy first fruit of all thou increase. Can we be honest? Do we honor God with our first fruit? But you got to get a revelation of that. If you don't get a revelation of when you get an increase, you will not honor God. You no, you won't. You will not ultimately let. Sacrifice that.
Because as soon as you get an increase, you it's some worldly stuff you want to get. And you're missing the word. The word it says, if you honor the Lord with your substance and with all of thy first fruit and thou increase, go to verse 10, baby girl. Look what he says here. Do. Go to verse 10 in there. Yeah, you mind to plug it in because I didn't plug it in there. But I'm just saying when you when you offer a sacrifice unto God, this look what he says. So shall your barns be filled with plenty. There's nobody in here that don't want plenty. There's nobody watching me that don't want plenty. And thou fresh shall burst out of new wines. God is saying, I'll give you so much that the pressure, glory to God, hallelujah, the pressure, it will burst, meaning you will have so much. We missed it. We just hear the pastor talking about first fruit and we just shut down. We go to sleep. We leave out of the church. We don't want to hear that. But you want to break through. But you want to come out of the test. You want to come out of the trial. And a lot of our tests be about giving to God. We struggle with that. Because of what the world has said about giving. And that's one of the key components of you getting a major breakthrough. Because God is trying to see can he trust you. He's trying to see can he trust you with much more. We want much more, but can God really trust you with much more? Can he really do that? Can he really count on you to sow into the kingdom of God as soon as you get an increase? Every time I get an increase, Bishop sow. Bishop sow before he get to church. I go to my wife and I say, honey, put this on the car. Put my seed in right now. It goes straight to the church. And she don't even be knowing sometimes when I ain't got an increase. She just know, sow it into the church. I'm done. I ain't took it and did nothing else. I sold unto him first. Because he gave it. I got the approval off of him. He, got, he touched them to approve me. So I give him, before I do anything, I give. Why? Because I have the revelation now. When I was gambling, when I got the routine of how to gamble and got money, I, I, got, to, I got the routine. Y'all don't play with me. I got the routine. It was a bad routine, but I started learning how to play blackjack. I didn't know how to play, play blackjack. I wanted to play blackjack because I liked it, but I had to learn the routine. Because Jones would be getting mad at me at the table because when I shouldn't have been doubling down, I should have been staying, but when I double down, I mess up everybody at the table. I was an amateur. Y'all ain't saying now that I'm a tither, I've learned how to tithe off of my first. See, y'all, don't play with Bishop. I learned how to tithe off my first fruit now. So now gambling, now I ain't got time for that now. I'm not going to play no power ball, none of that. I'm good. My God is my power ball all day long. Yeah, I'm going to roll with it. I know I still got some folks that some scratch offs. <laughs> I still love it. I'm believing the word. Of, if the word of God don't prick your heart to stop doing, make you stop doing, ain't nothing will. That's right. So I ain't gonna get mad about that. I'm not. 
Because I believe if you stay under here, after a while you're going to leave it alone and you're going to start applying it, the word of God. Amen? That's all I can do. I can't get mad and say, you shouldn't be doing You shine on your... I ain't going to beat you up about that. Because I believe God will deliver you from that if you stay under that. If you stay under the word of God, he's going to deliver you. And you're going to find yourself saying, no, I'm good. I don't even want to do that no more. Number 10, I'm closing. Wait patiently for the manifestation. Amen. That's easier said than done because some of us can be some impatient people. I was very impatient until I got filled the Holy Ghost. So that does not happen overnight. I was very impatient. When I even when I got the revelation, I wanted God to do that thing right then and there. But I didn't realize I had a process that I had to go through. So I'm teaching this today, and I'm telling somebody today, your process starts today. All of this is not going to fall on you just like this. But if you make it a repetitious, every time a trial come up, every time a test come up, every time temptation come up, if you start doing these 10 things that I gave you, you will pass the test. And when you pass the test, you will see immediate manifestation. Isaiah 40 and 31 says this. And I'm closing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But, first we start off with a but. You do know what a but means. Amen. That means something finna come behind it real strong. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk in walking in revelation and not faint. See, I'm talking to somebody today and I'm closing. You're eager. Stop hanging around buzzards. All right. Come on. I said you are an eagle. Stop hanging around buzzards. You are an eagle. Do you know? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Stop hanging around birds. Birds can't soar high as an eagle. Their altitude cannot go like an eagle can. An eagle can soar over a storm. An eagle will soar over trials. An eagle will soar over tests. An eagle will soar over temptation. And look down on it and say, but God. So I'm telling you today, you got the ingredients for an immediate season. Apply all ten daily to your life. I said apply all ten to your life. I'm going to wait patiently for manifestation. I'm going to offer a sacrifice unto God. I'm going to develop a plan of action. I'm, I'm, I will not be discouraged by the road that others call themselves against me. Hallelujah. No matter what the circumstance is, it's non-factor to who the really factor is. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm 
expecting that my results will be better because I will not grow weary in well-doing. I'm going to call those things as not, as though they were. I'm going to start calling stuff to me. No matter how my situation looks, I'm going to call what God said I am and what God said I can have, what God said I can do. I'm going to call it in existence. And I'm going to act like I got the word because I am the word in the flesh. I will not act like the world. I will not talk like the world. I will not be of the world. Even though I'm in the world, I got the word. I'm going to stay consistent in the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And last but not, I'm going to believe that God has already done it. God has already came through for me. God has already said what he said he was going to do in his own his word. And I'm standing in faith. I'm standing on this promise because why? I'm in my immediate season. Yes, Stand on your feet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just believe there's somebody here today. This word was tailor-made for you. Immediate manifestation. Immediate, immediate. Come today. Come swiftly. If the Lord spoke to you to be a part of this church, obey the Holy Spirit. If you don't know for sure, if you lay down tonight, that you will be going to heaven. You don't know for sure. You know, you've heard about the Lord, but you don't know for sure. Come today so that your name can be written in the book of life for eternal. Come today. Hallelujah. Number two, if the Lord spoke to you to be a part of this church, you're ready to dedicate yourself to Trinity Church. God spoke to you and said, this is the church he wants you to be at. This is the church he wants you to be under where you can learn how to live in revelation and get out of routines. Come on, somebody. This is a church that teaches faith. This is a faith church. Amen. Yeah, we have a lot of churches. We have over 6,000 churches here in the Memphis Shelby County area. Amen. If you got that many churches, should nobody not be saved. But every church is not a word of faith church. Yeah. We got 6,000 some churches, but every church here in the Memphis and Shelby County area is not a word of faith church. A word of faith church is different. A word of faith church teaches the unadulterated word of God. It teaches you to live by faith. It teaches you how to stimulate your faith when you're in trials and tests, temptation. See, a lot of us are fighting those things through flesh. That's why Satan keeps winning. He keeps winning because you're fighting it. You're, you're fighting it with a carnal mind. My assignment is to give you a revelation for manifestation. Everybody does not teach that. Every church does not teach that. Well, Bishop, I love what you're doing, but I belong to this church. 
Well, here's a question for you. Is that church teaching you to be better? If that, is that church teaching you to operate in faith, to challenge you to live by faith? Because if, if it's not, then you're just doing routine. Meaning you didn't reach your capacity there. See, I didn't realize that when I was at traditional churches, I had reached my capacity. And I kept thirsting for more. I kept leaving out of the church asking God for more. Because I had reached the pinnacle of the foundation of the church. I wanted manifestation. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said, I had established the foundation. I got the foundation. I understood the foundation. But I wanted to see some manifestation on my foundation. And I needed to go to a church that would help me. Yes, I needed to go to the I, I, I was asking God to go to the next dimension. I wanted to understand the propheticness of the church. And where I was, it wasn't there. It doesn't mean the church wasn't, wasn't helpful or the church didn't fulfill its assignment. I was believing God for much more. And that's my assignment every Sunday, to take you higher and higher and higher as God take me higher and higher in the word of God. That's my assignment to you as your pastor. trials and tribulations to tests and temptations. That's my assignment. To build you up in faith to where is it? it's just like you working out. Your faith has been built and you can withstand any attack. And keep on ticking and keep on believing that God is still going to do what he said he would do. You don't understand how much better you would be when you get that mindset. You become Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.